When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, welcome back to the Football Nation podcast. It's me, Jono, here today. We've got a special guest, Phil. He's a Leeds fan. That's going to be our topic this week, talking about what's gone on at Leeds this season and uh, if they're going to go down, appointing Sam Allardyce uh, this week. Uh, we've only four games to go. Is it too late or can he do a big Sam and keep him up? Uh, also, we're going to talk about the games around Europe uh, in the last week. So, uh, see you guys in a second. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. We are joined by Phil. Uh, hi Phil, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good. Um, I'm sure you're excited to talk about Leeds and the uh, season you're having later on. Absolutely. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think excited is exactly the right words, but yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you want to introduce yourself um, to uh, everyone? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm Phil. Um, been following Leeds for 57 years. Um, I've got quite a good background into actually what's going on, not just what you see from a media point of view. So um, I'm quite happy to talk about the surrounding factors of why we are where we are and, and how we sort of move forward. But a good interest in football right across the board. So yeah, yeah. So let's get onto it. Uh, start with the Barclays Premier League, and we're going to go straight to Man City and their 3-0 win against West Ham. Haaland breaking the record, 35 goals in a season. He is a machine. He is a robot, isn't he, Phil? Absolutely. Um, and a Leeds yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> and a Leeds fan, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'm sure you've got some uh, say on him, on him with, obviously, his dad playing for you as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, what 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 a player. What a player. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> um I thought it'd have an impact, a big impact, but I didn't think it would be this big, basically. Thirty five goals in the Premier League and fifty five goals in all competition. It, 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 it's just crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Um yeah, and, and, and again, I, I've got to sort of take me off a little bit to, to the way that they've restructured Man United from a playing style because um, although they're still a bit ticky-tacky, they, they, they are now starting to play to his strengths and my goodness, what strength he has. Yeah, definitely. I think, no defence to West Ham. West Ham actually played really well. Yeah. Um, they could have got something, especially the first half. They could have got a few goals in the first half. They They played well, but... Um, I think they're still going to be there or thereabouts for the relegation battle, but uh, as we'll go into later, I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, what what else do you think about that game? Phil Foden getting on the score sheet and Aki with a goal yeah, Aki's Aki, Aki, been really good, hasn't he? This this season surprised me. I thought it was sort of looking to be sort of maybe moved out a little bit. I didn't think mm. it sort of got the impact. So, but it seems to have really come good, you know. Um, yeah, Foden again. He's, he's injured, but it's one of those players. And I, I, listen, I know there's a lot of rivalry between yourselves and the and the, and the neighbours, but um, it's one of those players where you can see him fitting in any any team. He's um, as well. I suppose as most of the Man uh, the Man City players would. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I, I quite like him. I, I think um, I, I, if I if I was managing England, I'd, I'd be looking to. Build my team around the Fordens and the Bellinghams of this world, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, boom in chat. Someone needs to just unplug his charger. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, any so yeah, another a great result. Um, I think they've won the league now. I think um, that that last result against Arsenal has. I don't. I can't see Arsenal. Uh, Man City slipping up now. Can you? Not unless we spank them five 0 on Saturday, but uh, somehow <laughs> I just can't see it. Sam Allardyce ball to get the win and win it for Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think that I think the, the, the I think the the head and shoulder. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I hope they do win it on on the result against Arsenal. It, they showed a lot of class against Arsenal, mm. and it showed actually <laughs> that Arsenal aren't quite there yet. Um, so I think that makes them a little bit more deserving than than yeah. anything else. But I, th- I think with Arsenal, you need to be. If you look at Liverpool, for example, United in the past, uh, Chelsea in the past, you need to feel that title charge before, like being in a title fight is the big, is massive for Arsenal for their confidence going forward. Yes. Um, yeah. So even if they don't win it, I think. You need to be in a tight fight before you win it. Um, so if they keep Completely. on going as they are, I think hopefully soon, maybe soon they can they can get something. Uh, Booming chat. The team need who's in. We're just kidding. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yes, moving on, we will go to Liverpool and Liverpool won Fulham nil. Um, again, Fulham playing as they've been playing all season. They've been playing really good football under. Uh, Silver and um, obviously after we've spoken about it quite a few times in the podcast, a manager that had two attempts in the Premier League before um, probably a lot of people thought he was going to come up 
send Fulham down straight away. But what he's done with that Fulham, he's learned from his mistakes in the Premier League before. And he's playing some good football with Fulham. Um, I think they could have got something in that game. Um, but a massive result for Liverpool. Um, shocking penalty decision. Shocking. <laughs> um, I've letting I'm not, I'm not seen, the Prem I'm down again. What's like your thoughts on that game? Yeah. 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 So I, I haven't seen the penalty myself and I, and I didn't see the game. I, unfortunately, I've been, I've been out busy working today, but... Uh, from all I can, uh, from all I can gather, it was a very, very dubious penalty decision. Um, and also, I think I think Fulham are doing quite well in the fact that they've now not got Mitchell, they've not had Mitrovic in for quite a while, and that's uh, um, a big miss to the, to those guys. So I mean, listen, they're, they're well punching above the above the weight as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a shock. Yeah, I think shocking decision by the ref. I don't understand what he was thinking. Then that it was not a pen. It's like so inconsistent. Refs in in the Premier League, it's getting a joke. I had I've had try people on Twitter try and Liverpool fans try and justify it. Like if that was United, you'd be you'd be saying it was a thing. But you you're saying like we get decisions all the time. We've had we've actually only had two penalty decisions this season. So all yeah. the United people yeah. turning on United on this, we've only actually had two penalty decisions this whole season. And we should have had yeah. at least two red cards against tackles against Casemiro, which we haven't had. Um, yeah, And Liverpool, some of the decisions Liverpool have had this season is horrendous. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, and I think, I think quite a lot of people... I think everybody's absolutely sick of VAR at this moment. It's out. Yeah, yeah. Do you what? What do you think about the Liverpool uh, Fulham result? Boom. Do you think uh, Liverpool have a chance of getting top four? Or they have an outside chance. It's not impossible. I just think it's too little, too late for the situation. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think it was a few games earlier. I think they would have been alright, but um, yeah, I think it's too late now. Uh, going on to our next game. Uh, which is Arsenal 3 uh, 1 Chelsea. Uh, Arsenal on fire. They played really well. Um, back to their best after a few a few shaky draws. Um, obviously, I think their title, I think they've lost the title now to City. I think I, I can't see City dropping points. I'm not sure what you think. Um, yeah, I think but... City are just in their mode. They get to the end of the season. You needed more points at this stage because you always know City are just going to go on a run near the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Um, they um... And, with, uh, and with Arsenal, in this game, you didn't really need to show too much against this current Chelsea side. That's absolutely... Uh, I Even Fr- Frank De Boer says... A lot of them are seem to just already be on the beach, you know. They're already on their summer holidays. They're just yeah, they've just not had a great season at all. They just don't look up to it, and uh, I think there's a lot of changes that are going to happen at Chelsea in the summer. It looks like Pochettino is coming in. Um, yeah. I'm not sure Todd what Bally's I think about still, that appointment. Todd Bowley still saying he's he's there for long term success. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure about the appointment. I don't think it fits the appointment of Pochettino and Chelsea. Do you? He doesn't seem like the typical like Chelsea manager. But then again, neither yeah. did Graham Potter at the time, which is why I question that one. 
As yeah, much as Graham Potter's a decent manager, I just didn't think he was ever going to work at Chelsea. I have the same feeling about Poch. I don't think it's... I can understand yeah. why Poch would take it, but I don't think of. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Arsenal, though, as I was saying to uh, Phil um, in a minute ago, I think um, they ha- they've had a great season. I think to be- to win that title, you need to experience a title race. Um, and I think that's really important. So I think now they've experienced that. Hopefully, uh, maybe going into next season, they can push again and maybe yeah, get a few, in chat, few like, additions. Their squad wasn't like large enough for a title right yet. Their young team yeah. they'll learn from it, and they just need to keep adding to the squad. No, oh, 100%. 100%. Um, yes. Uh, if, uh, moving on, Leicester 2, Everton 2. Uh Actually, Everton, a really good game of football for a relegation really, script. Really good game. Uh, I think it, keep, it keeps Leicester free. Um, Leicester are going to be right now. Leicester are probably safe after that result, which is is good for them. Um, they should have got the one, though. They threw it away. Obviously, Everton getting the first goal. Uh, Jamie Vardy uh, pulling one back. Um, then them taking the lead. And then right at the end, uh, ten with, even with 10 men, Less uh, Everton getting that goal. Uh, what's what's your thoughts? Do you think that affect? Do you think Everton are gone now, and do you think Leicester are? Uh, um... I think it puts Leicester in a good position. I said whoever won that game would be fine. The fact that they drew their boat not mathematically fine, yeah. but it's like Leicester yeah. have the better like chance to Everton's. I'd never doubt John Dice's ability to get out, but like it's getting less and less likely. And hmm. honestly, yeah. there's a world uh, very unlikely that Chelsea go down. There's a world that Frank, there is a possibility <laughs> where Frank Lampard could get two teams relegated. Yeah, in one season. Yeah, I think I think Leicester are. I Leicester are safe now. Um, I think they're going to have a project in the summer. I think a few players will leave there. I'll probably get some money in. Um, be interesting to see what they do manager wise next year. Obviously, if they if they keep uh, their current manager or if they get someone better in, but yeah, uh, Everton though I think Everton are gone. I think Everton, uh, which we'll do get into a bit, Leeds and Southampton. I think because who's gonna who's gonna, is who's gonna get relegated? Do you agree? Boom. Uh, yeah, Southampton are definitely gone. Yeah. Leeds are in trouble. It's it's and uh, Leeds, Leeds Leeds' fixtures don't help them. Like they have their most winnable game on paper is the West Ham one. Uh, Forest have an have Southampton next, so that's their easy one. Before they have like different ones. Forest to stay up will need to beat Southampton and just try and not get smashed by their next opponents because they have. Southampton. Then they have Chelsea, which with Chelsea's current form, you'd you go into that saying you have a chance, but then again, it's it's a game that Chelsea could end up getting something from. Yeah. Then they have Arsenal and Palace, which I don't think they're winning, so they're pretty much Forest or relying on the Southampton Chelsea game to solidify yeah. this. Yeah, it would be good if Chelsea went down, but I think that'll be fine. Yeah, it would, yeah. It would next take, we have another. It would um, it would take Forest relegation. It would take Forest, Leeds, and West Ham to keep 
winning games yeah. for Chelsea to push downwards to that. But it's possible, but very unlikely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and next we have Bournemouth 4, Leeds 1. Um, Bournemouth thrashing a very poor Leeds team, obviously getting their manager sacked, second manager gone of the season, um, third in the last, third manager gone in, they've had in the last two years. Um, what's your thoughts on the Bournemouth four leads, one game? Very good result for Bournemouth. Yep. Um, they've, they've surprised a lot of people, especially since they made that um, the appointment when they uh, got rid yeah, of Yeah, Gary O'Neill kind of, he did good in the beginning and then sort of just disappeared, like his form dipped. And he had that original like new manager bounce. Then he started going back down the table because results were going very poorly. And now he's turned it around again and he's starting to pick mm. up results where when it's mattered. And he's one point off the magical safety of 40 points, which I guarantee he, that they'll probably get yep. it before Chelsea get there. They're only behind Chelsea on goal difference. Yeah, that is... That is funny. Yeah, I think, but Leeds though, I think we'll go more into Leeds in a minute. But, but shocking again. Um, I just, I, I goals come from. Yeah, the thing is, like I said in like our private chat, there, it's uh, it's like they Leeds posted a stat about Sam Allardyce's games that he's managed. And wins, which roughly, if you check out the map, works in one win in every five games. Mm. But yet, they only have four games left. Yeah, it, yeah, I, I can't, I can't see a way of them out. It's like, especially when their games that they have left is Man City at the Etihad, uh, Newcastle, yeah, and then road, then West Ham in West Ham, West Ham also fighting for their safety. And yeah. then Tottenham, which Tottenham as itself is a 50-50 game. It depends on which Tottenham decide to show. Yeah, I can't I can't see him getting any points there of those remaining games. So the only I'll... one that I can I can make an argument is Tottenham, but that's if like the the bottle Tottenham show. It's very like depends yeah. on which Tottenham show up to face you. Yeah, definitely. Uh yeah. I haven't got much more to add on that. We'll speak about Leeds in a bit. But we've now gone to the Bundesliga and some interesting results this week in the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich to Hertha Berlin nil. Back to the top of the table for mine. Yeah, back to the top, back to the table after a horrendous start for Thomas Tuchel. Um, he needed that. And I think the result, the 1 1 draw. It's a good bounce uh, back from the 3 1 loss to Mines. Yeah, definitely, and I think we'll go on to Mainz in a minute. And Dort, like Dortmund dropping points as well um, is massive for them. Uh, four games to go. It's going to this title race is going to go right to the wire in the Bundesliga. Yeah, there's only one point in it, so either one slips. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. Um, why do you think Thomas Tuchel has struggled since he he's gone there after they? Sacked. No, Usman. I don't think they're set up properly by Indusi. They very much thought they could get by this season without replacing Lewandowski, and that hasn't yeah. been the case. 
They thought like they could just get away with one, kind of like what we did for half the season with Veghorst. They kind of did it for a full season with Chip Avoti. See if mm. we can just get by. Yeah, definitely. I think. And yeah, when it comes to the business end, though, though it works, it worked for a bit. Like eventually, you realize Chip Avoti's not the greatest. So then you have to play Mane as a striker, and Mane's not really a striker. Yeah, it looks like Mane's on his way out already. Um, and then and then you lead into a bust up between Sane and Mane. It doesn't help your case with the squad. Yeah, it looks like Mane's on his way out already. Apparently they've told him he can yeah. leave. So And the fact that in January Bayern lost their main keeper themselves and Neuer he can, Yeah. The skiing accident. And also this curious case of Jao Cancelo, who's a bit of a throw my toys off the pram, I'm going to Bayern. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And um, uh, Mancano being absolutely terrible against Man City. Bill, uh, we'll, we'll, we will jump back uh, to our previous game. So what was your thoughts on the 4-1 uh, loss, four leads against Bournemouth? Um, typically where we are at this moment in time, another so-called six-pointer or, or, or a, a, a must-win game. Um, but defensively shocking. Um, another different formation from Xavi Garcia. So we played, uh, we, we sort of set up five at the back. Um, but again, just just didn't work. And as soon as we concede, you can see the confidence just churns out of us. At um, least Bamford finally scored. Sorry? I said at, at least, least Bamford hit the target. <laughs> yeah. He's been uh, hit and miss. Yeah, it, it, it did, but unfortunately, it's too few and far between. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, do you, do you think... Uh, uh, Boone was going through your fixture list for the last uh, last games of the season. Can you see you picking up any points from them? I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I would really doubt it. I would like to think that Spurs might be on holiday on the beach, so... Again, we play them at home, which could give us a bit of hope. But I've been saying it for a long time. We've been playing must-win games since Forest away, just after Christmas, and then not picking basically not picking anything up. So when you look at the pictures that we've got left and the teams that we've played that that we thought we would be able to pick points up against, we haven't. And even got smashed. Even Palace smashed us. Yeah. Bournemouth have smashed us. We played well against Leicester, but again, with the best one in the world, Vardy could have had a hat-trick at the end of that game. So, my confidence is, uh, my heart says, listen, yeah, I'd love to get points, but but my, my brain says, no, I, I doubt <laughs> it very much. Yeah. yeah, the one that I said, like Spurs, you'd have a chance. It depends on which Spurs show up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then, and then, to be honest with you, the West Ham game is right around their potential European final. Mm. Um, so that might make a difference. But a, a half strength West Ham can turn us over. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to find any points unless Sam can perform his miracle act. I just can't see it. But again, the problem the problem we have is Sam's yeah. not Sam's not a three point go out and get three points is a don't concede let's try it's a bit like dice you yeah you suggested it'd be happy with a draw and we need more than draws at this moment inside definitely 
Sam's yeah. more, uh, let's try and keep the ball out of the net and maybe get a goal. Yeah, yeah exactly. as, as I was as I was saying earlier, I think I think if you got Big Sam when you sacked um, the previous manager and didn't get Garcia, he might have kept you up because he has got that background. But I think yes. it's just too. The thing is, to what's interesting out. with Sam also is that you're not getting his usual number two; you're getting a different person for him for the last four yeah. games. And he's it's, it's not got any time to work with the players anyway on formation and. And instilling in any confidence in them, he's got virtually no time. I, I, I had, I was having a laugh yesterday. I saw, I saw one podcast that said his formation will be eight one one, and I saw another one that said his formation will be eleven. <laughs> nice. I, I, I did, I did like his words though, saying he. Compared to every manager in the Prem, there's no one close to his level. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, got the confidence, has not it? Yeah. Uh, moving on, anyway, uh, we we spoke about the Bayern Munich games. and uh, Going back to the Bundesliga now, we've got Wolfsburg 3, Mainz 0. Obviously, Mainz just coming off a great result against Bayern Munich in the last round, but they got destroyed by Wolfsburg. Uh, in a very tight at the top of the um, Bundesliga, that put that put in, uh, Wolfsburg up to seventh uh, in a chance of a European spot. And now, Wolfsburg are curious because when they came before, like the World Cup break, Wolfsburg were starting to go on a mad run of form that has been hampered by that World Cup break. That's ever since they've been very up and down with their results. So it's good to see them yeah. beating a team like a mine and stuff and keeping getting that finally yeah. two wins in a row because they've they've not got that in a while. Yeah. And I have a friend who Definitely. supports Wolfsburg, so he's um, very happy. Do you think uh, who do you think is going to get Europe there? It's very tight. Yeah, who do you think is going to get that European spot there? It's really tight. I think the current top fives get Europe, and then it's really for the Conference League. It's between Leverkusen, Wolfsburg, and Mainz. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we had a uh, Dortmund dropping points to a relegation battling Bochum, one-one. Uh, uh, Bochum getting the goal, the first goal decent goal and Dortmund getting one back and they, they just couldn't find they had a lot of chances but they just couldn't find the net to uh get get the winner uh making it very interesting at the top of the Bundesliga very interesting uh, Bakum the fact that they're in a relegation but they have taken points off Leipzig and Dortmund now yeah definitely um yeah it's going to be interesting last few f- few games in the Bundesliga can't call it between Dortmund and Bayern. So it will be interesting. Good result for Bochum. They yeah. are tied on points with St- Stuttgart, who's just above them, and they're, they're basically fighting with Stuttgart and Hoffenheim to try and avoid relegation. Yeah, definitely. And will Schalke yeah. have an outside chance? Have you got anything add? to I add think... on these games? I think Hertha huh? are gone. Not from my end. I'm not really a European follower, I must admit. It's a Premier League and Championship for me. Yeah. 
that's fair enough. Uh, now we're going on to La Liga, and uh, over to you, Boom, for your beloved Real Madrid losing 2-0 to Real Sociedad, putting them down to third in La Liga. Um, shocking result. It's, it's, it's uh, just Real Madrid Sociedad season. played really well. It's just Real Madrid season, to be fair to you. Yeah. Real Madrid seem to have this thing this season where they have a bad result. Then, then their next game, they... I feel bad for Osasuna in that Copa del Rey final because the next game afterwards is usually the one where they just go, bam, Benzema hat trick, and then the next game they lose in the league yeah. afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you had Danny Carvajal getting a red card in this one, so two yellows yeah. didn't help the cause of going when you're against a team because Real Sociedad are a decent side. They're that They're second that second tackle was a bad tackle as well. He, yeah, that, that that could have been a straight red on its own. That was not a good tackle. I don't know what Carvajal was thinking. And you just um, have to have a hold that this is just a bad league season for for Real Madrid. Might not be a bad trophy season because they they won one thing and they're about to they won the club world world cup. They. They have a chance to win the Copa del Rey in a yeah. few days, which would be good. And they're still in their favorite competition, the Champions League, albeit against Man City, very difficult game. But mm. they've done it before. They might do it again. So it might be still a decent season for Real Madrid, but their league form has been absolutely do think, terrible. Do you think the future around... Um... Uh, Ancelotti is affecting what's going on there at the moment because it's very up in the air what's going to I think slightly, but I also think slightly injuries of them because we just recently Modric has been injured and Modric is an integral part to Real Madrid's creative yeah system yeah definitely. and they're trying to bring more youngsters into it too Shimeni not really as ready yet and stuff, and they're adding more to it next time with Jude Bellingham. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're trying to hope that. I think they're trying to hope that uh, Jude Bellingham eventually becomes the Modric kind of replacement. How do you think they're going to keep Bellingham, Camavinga, Chishimeni, Valverde, Cruz, and Modric happy? <laughs> I don't know how they're doing that, but I think deep down they are hoping. Tushimeni, Kamavinga, and Bellingham will become the new Casemiro, Tony Cruz, and uh, Modric. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see what, what happens in the summer. They also got that kid from Brazil coming in at one point in like a, two, a year or so's time. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think they do need to get a striker in. Uh, obviously, Benzema has been amazing. Mm. But uh, I still think they need to sign an attacker in the summer. Yeah. I mean, see and then sign a temporary striker because I know they have a lot of faith in the kid, but he's not coming for like yeah. two years or something. Yeah, we all the rumors are there of in twenty twenty four the release clause for Haaland, but it looks like City are trying to get that out of his contract. Mm. So it will be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, moving on. Uh, we had Villarreal versus Valencia, and that was a 1-1. Um, 
Uh, good for Valencia. They need those. Yes, they need that. Um, and any point is a good point for Valencia these days. Yeah, definitely. Um, another point for Real in the chase to get European football. Um, but I think I think Valencia are gone now, aren't they? Yeah, Valencia very much needed this for their own because they're leaking too many things against teams they should be beating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're very much in... They're only not in the relegation zone on goal difference at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's between them and Getafe for that relegation last spot. Yeah, I hope they get out of it. It's a big club. It'd be sad if they go down. Um, so hopefully they can pick up some points. Uh, hopefully they can solve out their own problem someday. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, but Valencia still have Real Madrid to play at some point. Ouch. And so do Getafe at the same point. So those two games against Real Madrid for Getafe and Valencia could end up deciding their fates. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on, Atletico Madrid 5-1 winners. Um, putting them moves, up moves into... Them up to second. Moving up second in the, in the league. Uh, what's your thoughts on that game? Uh, it was just completely domination from Atletico Madrid. Uh, Valad really <clears throat> couldn't really do anything. And they scored one of their goals was actually a very spectacular goal from Valad the lead, but it came too little too late in the, that die to make it 4-1 at that time. Yeah, definitely. And... Uh... Can you hear me, yeah. guys? I can see you now, but I can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Ah, good, good. Sorry, guys, I don't know what's going on. It just keeps dropping out. It's back-to-back five nil, five goals for Atletico Madrid mm. as yeah. well. Yep. Uh, next, we move on to Serie A. And Verona getting smashed 6-0 by an Inter Milan. An Inter Milan who haven't been great this season, but... Uh, are fighting for that European spots at the moment. Uh, it's very tight up there, uh, especially with Juventus getting their points back, which is very controversial on its own, but we won't go into that. So what's your thoughts on Inter versus Ver- uh, Verona? Well, Inter are picking up form just in time for their Champions League match against AC Milan. That's going to be a massive game. Uh, the opposite cannot be said for AC Milan. But uh, Inter are starting to pick up goal-scoring things. And in this game, there's front two, Mar- Martinez and Jacko just were very good. Yeah. yeah. They didn't Definitely. even need to call on the the, Romulo, the Chelsea's favourite Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any more to add on that, but great result by Valencia. Uh, Atalanta, three-two uh, winners against uh, Spazia. Uh, great was a great game, uh, end-to-end. Uh, uh, Atalanta also fighting around about their European like they normally are, and uh, Lazio two-nil winners as well. So some interesting games this week. So we will now move on to our main topic of the week, and we have Phil here, who is a uh, Leeds fan. And uh, uh, he's gonna. We're gonna kick off on the main subject. 
So, uh, where do you think it's gone wrong this season, Phil? Um, I don't think it's just been this season. I think it's a, it's a catalogue of errors right from the ownership of, of, of basically Radzani taking over Leeds United. It's it's a very similar a very similar situation to a lot of clubs now having owners looking at football clubs as business, businesses to to make profit on, um, and that all then depends on the business model. Um, if you look at the glazes of what they've done to you guys, um, they're basically taking everything they can out of the club and they're looking to walk away. Rad Rosani, our owner, our core at this moment in time, has had the same kind of model. So bought into the club, spent forty million on the on the, the, the buyout. He, he bought the club, the, the ground back for ten million, but then everything from that point has been financed by player sales or spending the money coming up into the championship, up the championship into the Premiership. So that all that money was spent on, on basically players, but not invested in anything himself. Mm. We we then performed miracles to get to ninth in, in the in the first season back when that was the right time to invest. Mm. But he didn't want to. He, he wanted to take money out, so he didn't invest because his business model is not like that. You were mm. relying on the miracle of Bielsa. Oh, I'd have, I've, I would have loved to see what Bielsa could have done with backing but, in the Prem. Yeah, but like the squad as a whole just... Would be else style of football, you get knackered, so you need to invest in legs. Yeah, yeah. And and Bielsen said that already. He'd already said, listen, these guys will not be able to put this kind of performance for another couple of seasons. Yeah. Which again, like I said, is, is, is where we should have invested. Um and we're still playing now with some of that championship squad. Um the Luke Aylins, the, the Liam Coopers and the Bamfords are championship players if you if you think about it. Um but then, obviously, from there, it, 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 so the 49ers came and, and, and bought a part share. Then they've topped the share up again. So it's a 56-44 split. Um, he then spent that money again sort of in the transfer market. And then last season, we lost Phillips and Rafinha. So we, we recouped 100 million quid. We then spent that money on trying to strengthen overall but we also had the disaster and, and i don't know if you know this but we tried to to um sign a guy basically the, the, uh, in the covid situation uh, called augustine uh he played well he, he was on the bench for about six games i think but we missed the opportunity to to, to offload him so we're now we've now been to court it's, we've paid 18 million pounds for a player that we never really owned and he's also taken us for another 22 million pounds so oh, wow. basically, just mis- wasted money all the way through, and it's like anything else. Everybody knows the the teams with the better players finish higher up the league, and managers can influence that. Like I said, we're still playing with a championship um, uh, 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 style style team or players of that ilk in 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 team, uh, and we just aren't good enough player wise. Um, uh, what was your opinion on the uh, double apology that they made? They made, like, in one post, apologising for the performance yeah, and then also apologising for ignoring a young fan on the way to the game. Yeah, it's PR. It's just simply PR. That's, that's all it is. Um, we've, we've got an order that likes to communicate with fans on Twitter. 
um, <laughs> and, and, and basically tweeted that we would have a new manager in. Um, and then when that fell through, it was backtrack, 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 and everybody was going, "What's going on?" So, so yeah, it's it, for me, it's just PR. Mm. It, in, in, in the world that Brad Rosani lives in, he's done very, very well. He'll be walking away with a hundred million quid or all, that kind of. Yeah, because I know uh, Gary Neville did call it out saying no one likes to hear these messages. They don't do anything but no, tell the players. Not, and the nothing, nothing at all. Nothing. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. And then we've leapt from one bad decision to another bad decision. So Javi Garcia coming in. Uh, Everybody knows was sort of the fifth, sixth, seventh choice manager because they couldn't get all they wanted, even though they thought they secured it. Um, he's, he's he's come in, it's not had a great deal of time to play to play to um, to sort the team out. But again, he's been the, the, the fans have been calling out for some substitutions. Again, Willie Granto is basically one of our most dangerous players. And he's been sat on the bench week in, week out, mm. wondering, uh, Xavi. And that's, that again, that's put a lot of discontent with the fans. Yeah, I said at the time where you pointed, Xavi Garcia, I was like to to Jano, why are like, Leeds going for someone whose last manager job was Al Sad a year ago? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and then. And it's, and been, then I've been, and it's been sat by Watford twice in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, you can sort of tell at the end of his tenure that there was n- virtually no. He, 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 well, at the, at the end of the press conference, last press press conference, it, it was asked the question, "Do you think you'll, you'll still be supported by the the board?" And he just shrugged his shoulders, and that basically says it all, doesn't it? I think he lost the players. Yeah. I think I think he'd lost the players and the the board uh, as well, and. Just no coming, no coming back from from him. But then I'm also, I'm also. Then I don't think he him. ever got. <clears throat> I don't think he ever got the players. So I don't. No, that, I mean, you, you didn't even get that managerial bounce. Me, me neither. With the best in the world, probably our best two performances were against you home and away, where we had we had the caretaker managing, which is Scoobs, which mm. which I wanted back um, in charge now. Take us to the end of the season. I think Allardyce is again a bit of a knee-jerk um, option uh, until late. It's, it's too late f- from my perspective. Yeah. Either, that, either that or plan long term. I'd, I'd have definitely gone in for Brendan Rodgers and said, "Listen, you've got four games. If you turn us down, fantastic. If not, if we drop down, the ownership's going to change because the Forty Nineers are going to buy us. Hmm. So basically, you will have a big transfer kitty." Bring us back up, and then the aim of the 49ers is to make us into turn us into a, a European challenging club. That's their business model. So, again, they're looking to spend money and support the That's manager. Good. Yeah, the best game you played was the first half against United at Old Trafford. Yeah, you yeah. You took absolutely. everyone by surprise. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Because, yeah, like. Yeah, it's a shame because it's a bit. It's another. It's another like, another big club going down this year, like a huge club like Leeds. Like we we're talking about Valencia in La Liga, and huge clubs. And this it, across all the big leagues, there's so many massive clubs struggling at the moment. That we're going to yeah. lose a lot of big clubs from the top divisions in in different uh, leagues. 
And the thing with Leeds, they waited so long to get back into the Premier League structure. Yeah. And and then we brought the Messiah in, um, Bielsa, who performed miracles, absolute miracles. And and like you say, imagine him with a half-decent squad. That could be frightening. Um, uh, but, but like I said, I, th- I think it's endemic of, of what football's going through at this moment in time, and that is is the, the the traditional way of clubs being run is now been superseded by corporate or, or businessmen or, and, and those kind of things looking at looking at clubs to make profit out of mm. and that and that's unfortunately where we are. Um, One thing I loved with Bielsa is I loved I loved his translator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, love, I love the way he Bielsa would go in this big like rant and then the bells are like he said we played bad like that was not the full rant you'll hide things here yeah it was it was very shrewd as well because in front of the cameras he, he could talk quite good english but he used a translator to give him a bit of time to think about answering the questions that were posed to him so it mm. was it was very good and he, he could also say things were lost in translation and, and that kind of thing as well so uh... Yeah, yeah, it was clever, very clever guy. Yeah, um, yeah. So, do you think? Um, I think we're all on the same page. I think the Leeds are going to go down this uh, yeah. this season. Um, do we think you're going to bounce back up straight away? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. My only concern is that there's an agreement to sell to the 49ers. and that that basically will set us back on the way they will invest money in getting us to where they want to be um, they're looking to get a club that's worth a billion pounds and to do that you can't be in the championship so they're looking to spend money invest in the, in the ground and that kind of thing to, to take us where we want to be so yeah I think I think very much if we go down we will be looking to come straight back up again my only concern is the timescale of the ownership change happening mm. because the 49ers need to come in really quick, clear the decks, sort the manager out and basically start afresh. So from, from a, um, a perspective of bringing players in, we've got to have that philosophy. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Boom? Do you think they are going to stay up? <laughs> and if not, I, do you think they'll bounce think straight back up? I think it's very difficult for them to stay up in this current fixture list. I think they have every chance to bounce back up, but they but a lot of teams that can bounce back up on paper sometimes don't. That's the cruel game of the championship. Look at look at look at Norwich this year. They've been horrendous. They went down with probably the best squad in the championship and they've like but they're not, they could do a Norwich or they could do a a Burnley and just come straight back. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, I always say it's the hardest league to get out of. It's oh, the hard, yeah. it's, yeah. it's the, I'd say after the Premier League, it's probably the second hardest league in the world. Yeah. It's the most competitive, isn't it? It's the most competitive. Uh, just from the fact that the top can be bottom and bottom can be top in, at any given yeah. time or, or space. Yeah. We have got a few good things again in our favour, though. We have got some very talented you team players, the under twenty, um, under twenty ones. I said under twenty threes have just got promotion. They've got quite a bit of talent um, 
in in the youth ranks that c- could also supplement as as push back up into the Premiership. Yep, definitely. Uh, so, score it is Brighton nil, Manchester United nil. Yep. Did you want to update us on the rest of the scores as well? Uh, Napoli are still losing, so at the moment they will not be champions. Yep. Oh, is, wait. Does that push them? I thought they that, still. That, no, that pushes them. They need. They still need the result to actually confirm it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's basically done, but they yeah. It's basically yeah. done, but they won't be able to mathematically fair, uh, confirm sorry. it with a loss. Yep. Uh, and and Empoli is winning two 0 against Bologna. The other live game. And Huddersfield Sheffield United for anyone who loves the championship is nil nil. Big game. Huddersfield yeah. are desperately trying to win that game. survival. Stay up. Yeah, survival. Uh, and Neil Warnock against his beloved Sheffield United is, is another uh, b- big, big It's, it's game. definitely between Huddersfield and Reading from that last like relegation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see, I see um, Leeds, uh, not Leeds, uh, Watford are close to sacking another manager in the summer. They've said, you've got the last game, and then they're sacking him. Oh, are, they, are they getting the corner flag ready for the photo that they usually take? The exact yeah. same corner flag for every manager sacking. That, that's the the Watford business model, I believe. It's one manager saying, ship them in and ship them back out again. Yeah. yeah, they just recycled the same image to announce it. This is the one corner <laughs> yeah. flag. Every time, yeah. every time Watford actually lose a game, if you go through Watford's comments on that defeat post, there's always someone that posts that exact corner flag. It would say, "Come on, lads, we know what you're gonna do. You announce <laughs> it. Come on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Phil, where can we find you? Shout on Twitter um, and. Uh... Yeah, who's uh, there? You're going to have to say that again, Phil. You kind of cut out when you were saying the actual letter. All right, so it's it's P-O-W with seven sevens after that on Twitter. So it's POW and then seven sevens. Cool. And Boom, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at CrazyBoom, double underscore, on Twitter and Twitch, uh, BoomPool on YouTube, and here for most contents and podcasts. Yep, and you can find me at journal.tv on Twitter and at the Football Nation podcast. We've been a home of football. Good night. Sports Social Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.